Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Your next checkup or even before. Doctors are finding signs of colorectal cancer in younger people. We'll go live to Axios at 7.15. The Dow Jones up five points, NASDAQ down 76, and S&P down 18. And another high-profile trade for the Capitals. It's 7 o'clock. Pennsylvania man bound for Florida arrested. They say he tried to bring explosives onto the flight. Closing arguments underway in Alec Murdoch's murder trial. There's only... One person who has a motive. Getting to those stranded by California storms. Plowing of the roads is continuing 24-7. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. A Pennsylvania man, Mark Muffley, bound for Florida, faces federal charges after authorities say explosives were found in his bag. CBS's Matt Piper. It happened Monday as the 40-year-old was flying from Lehigh Valley International in Pennsylvania to Orlando, Florida on Allegiant Air. TSA alarms went off and police say Muffley never showed up to security when he was paged on the airport's intercom. Court documents say in his bag, a circular compound that was hidden in the lining of the baggage containing a granular type of powder concealed within wax paper and plastic wrap. The luggage also had allegedly had a can of butane, a lighter, a pipe with white powder residue, and a wireless drill. Matt Piper, CBS News. CBS's Nikki Batiste has the latest on the murder trial for disbarred South Carolina attorney Alec Murdoch. Jurors in the Alec Murdoch murder trial visited the sprawling South Carolina property where his wife and son were killed 20 months ago. The defense wanted them to see the kennel area as well as the outside of the main house. He was at the scene with the victims minutes before they died and lied to everyone who would listen about it. Afterwards, closing arguments began. The prosecution says Murdoch made a series of phone calls to try to manufacture an alibi. Emergency crews are trying to reach residents of Southern California mountain communities stranded by back-to-back winter storms. San Bernardino Board of Supervisors Chair Don Brown. Our number one priority is to get our residents the, the, the food, the medicine, and access that they need. Plowing is going to continue over the course of the next several days, upwards of a week. An intelligence report finds it's unlikely U.S. personnel in Havana, Cuba and elsewhere who reported brain injuries and other ailments were attacked by a foreign adversary or weapon. CBS's Stephen Portnoy at the White House. Investigators reviewed roughly 1,500 reports of symptoms, ultimately determining there's no single explanation for what's become known as Havana Syndrome. In particular, officials say there's no credible evidence a directed energy weapon was used by a foreign country. Still, White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre says the administration accepts the symptoms were real. We understand that uh, people are tr- truly went through, uh, went through an ordeal. A lawyer for dozens who've reported injuries said the intelligence assessment has damaged victims' morale. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up five points. NASDAQ plunged 76. Now this. Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. 
703 here on WTOP on Wednesday evening, March 1st, 2023. Resting at 53 degrees, dropping to the 40s overnight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. To the effort to provide free Metro bus service in D.C. this summer, so maybe you can leave your car in the parking garage or the driveway for the season. There's a problem, though. D.C.'s financial officer, chief financial officer, says there's been a drop in tax revenue, and it's no longer clear where the money for the free bus service is going to come from. But a couple of members of the D.C. Council have strongly pushed this plan, say it's up to them to decide who will supply the financing. The latest estimates actually remove the funding set aside for Metrobus, leading to a blistering statement from D.C. Council Chair Phil Mendelson and Ward 6 Councilman Charles Allen. Mendelson is asking for the legal basis behind the CFO's writing out of the funding in the report. Meanwhile, Allen says in the same statement it's the council's job to make spending decisions and accuse the CFO of repeatedly underestimating city revenue by hundreds of millions of dollars. But D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, who raised questions about the proposal last year, says her budget will reflect the reality of the situation. It's never a good idea to spend money you don't have, that you haven't even collected. John Dome in WTOP News. A D.C. man gets 40 years in prison for shooting a 15-year-old to death in Southeast back in 2018. The convicted shooter is 21-year-old Malik Holston. He was only 16 at the time of the crime. Prosecutors say Holston and another teen chased 15-year-old Gerald Watson through a parking lot on Knox Place into an apartment building where the shooting happened on the top landing. Watson was shot 16 times with a 40 caliber revolver. The shooting took place shortly after Watson came home from school and was headed outside to play basketball within about five minutes of leaving home. An update on the shooting death much more recently of a 13-year-old boy in D.C. early this year. The child was accused of breaking into cars on the morning that he was shot. And then there was a period of weeks in which the accused shooter was not charged, despite loud calls from the community. Now a grand jury has indicted Jason Lewis. Lewis is pleading not guilty to the murder of 13-year-old Karan Blake, who was killed January 7th. The Department of Parks and Recreation employee told prosecutors he woke up in the early morning hours that day to see teens breaking into cars along his street in Northeast. And armed with a registered handgun, police say Lewis fired a shot at the Kia the teens ran to before shooting at Blake, who was running toward him. In a previous hearing, Lewis's attorney said he acted in self-defense. A grand jury moved quickly to indict the 41-year-old on second-degree murder while armed, committed against a minor charges, as well as gun charges. He's in court again next week. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. It's campaign 2024 on WTOP. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin will take part in a CNN town hall a week from tomorrow. Amid speculation, he's considering seeking the GOP nomination for president next year. Youngkin will meet with host Jake Tapper there on CNN on March 9th. Starts at 9 p.m. to discuss education, a topic that the governor leaned into hard in his 2021 campaign and during his time as governor so far. One of his first actions was an executive order to ban public schools from teaching critical race theory, which examines how race has played a role in U.S. laws and institutions. It is mostly taught at institutions of higher learning. Youngkin has also asked his education secretary just last month to look into the Advanced Placement African American Studies course that has become the subject of controversy after Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' administration rejected its use in schools.
Now 707, former Wyoming Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney has a new job. It involves politics, even though it's not in Congress anymore. She'll be a professor at the University of Virginia's Center for Politics, doing guest lectures and participating in research. She'll do that until at least the end of the fall semester this year. Cheney took a strong stand against former President Trump, you'll remember, and served as vice chair of the January 6th House Committee. She lost her primary election in Wyoming last year to a Trump-backed challenger. A big announcement tonight from the National Park Service on when we can expect D.C.'s famous cherry blossoms to be in peak bloom this year. The projected dates are March 22nd through the 25th. With some drama, that's Jeff Reinbold, superintendent of the National Mall and Memorial Parks, announcing the prediction for this year's peak bloom. It's roughly two weeks earlier than normal due to warmer than normal temperatures this winter. Reinbold tells WTOP. We didn't have a winter dormancy this year for the trees, which really is kind of confusing for the trees, and it makes it very difficult to predict when the peak bloom is going to occur. Peak bloom is when 70% of the blossoms along the tidal basin have flowered. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, how would it be if the D.C. Council partnered with the Montgomery County Council? And which car maker is cutting more jobs? Straight ahead tonight on WTOP at 708. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. And we're going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. On the Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound. Very heavy and slow out of Chevrolet out to the Beltway. Did have a crash there. I believe it's out of the roadway now. But still very slow from 202 getting out to the Beltway. 95 northbound after Route 32. The crash has been along the left side, but speeds are picking up. That, too, may now be on the shoulder. And on 270 northbound after the lanes merge, well south of Montrose Road, that crashes out of the roadway as well. Things are generally good to go on 95 uh, for the most part on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway as well, north of the Beltway and 50 out to the Bay Bridge. Things are running without delay in Virginia. And Fair Oaks on 50 near Fair Ridge Drive. There is a crash affecting traffic both ways. 66, that is running well in both directions. And eastbound 267 ramp to the inner loop is already closed for tonight's road work. 95 southbound still slows approaching the Occoquan and 123. Beyond that, near Garrisonville, the crash is out of the roadway and may be entirely clear at this point. All lanes have been open there for about a half hour now. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast now. Let's go to Mike Stennifer. There is a warm front coming our way from the south and southwest. And tonight we're going to raise your partner cloudy to mostly cloudy. There'll be some rain with the warm front, but not until after midnight. And overnight lows range the lower 40 suburbs to upper 40s in the district. A few early showers on Thursday. They'll be out of here quickly as the warm front moves off to the north. The skies will clear. It'll turn breezy and much warmer. Highs Thursday afternoon will be in the upper 60s to lower 70s. On Friday, colder again. Some rain will roll in, and it's going to be chilly. Our highs only in the mid to upper 40s. Early morning showers on Saturday, then a good deal of cloud cover. Could be a little bit of sunshine in the afternoon. Breezy. Highs low to mid 50s. Sunshine and breezy on Sunday. Highs mid to upper 50s. I'm Storm Team 4's Mike Stennifer. And tonight at the Wharf in D.C., 52. Oxon Hill, 52. Sterling, 53. Some parts of our area could be down to the lower 40s overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Now 710. And it's money news at 10 and 40. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh. Delta Airlines Pilots Union has approved a contract that comes with 34% pay raises over four years. General Motors is cutting hundreds of salaried jobs after employee performance reviews. The D.C. Council and Montgomery County Council 
may form a joint business improvement district to co-promote development in Friendship Heights and Chevy Chase. The Dow gained five points Wednesday, but the Nasdaq lost 76. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Australia's ASX 200 is up about half a percent. That's the latest report from Asia tonight. We'll keep you updated here on WTOP. Money News brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Your small business keeps you on the go. Progressive Commercial Insurance keeps your policy within reach with their easy-to-use mobile app. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Coming up on WTOP, one type of cancer is showing up in younger and younger patients. We'll talk about detection and protection in the minutes ahead. It's 7-11. Here's Dr. Tuesday Cook from the Adventist Healthcare Fort Washington Medical Center on WTOP's Get on Top of Your Health series. Sponsored by Adventist Healthcare. Only 1% of all the patients that qualify in the U.S. for bariatric surgery actually get it. Many people don't know that they have the insurance coverage or they have the benefit. People don't seek it because they don't know about how well it could help them with their metabolic disorders or their medical problems that are associated with obesity. Watch the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Top Health. Adventist Healthcare Fort Washington Medical Center is reimagining healthcare in southwestern Prince George's County. With primary care and advanced medical services for patients with diabetes, heart illnesses, and other conditions afflicting our community. Our top-rated specialty physicians provide world-class medical care close to home in our thriving community. Coming soon, Adventist will open a new health destination at National Harbor in Oxon Hill. Our team is dedicated to the health and well-being of our community. Learn more at AdventistFWMC.com slash for you. Good to have you here, 712. In business, making good choices can make the difference between success and failure. That's why when it comes to business accounting, you should choose Ayala Vado & Associates, a firm with 40 years of experience, serving medium and small businesses like yours. We offer a full spectrum of accounting services, from payroll, business strategy, corporate tax, forensic accounting, and more. We're a local firm of CPAs dedicated to serving local businesses. Make a good choice. Visit AyalaPA.com. That's A-Y-A-L-A-P-A.com. Diana got some really bad news from the IRS. They said, you owe quite a bit of money. They told me the possibilities of garnishing my wages, taking my house, taking my car. Diana found out about Optima Tax Relief. They've resolved over a billion dollars for their clients. Optima Tax saved my life. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Good evening. A quick look at the top stories we're working on here at WTOP. Attorney General Merrick Garland on the congressional hot seat over the fentanyl crisis. Where does he place the finger of blame? And what's being said in closing arguments in the Murdoch trial in South Carolina? Keep it here on WTOP for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. And coming up in just about one minute, a type of cancer showing up in younger and younger patients. What we can do to change that trend. Stay with us. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. 
see what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060digital, building campaigns that connect. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It's 7.15. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. A warning now for all people, but especially for younger people. Most of us are being diagnosed at younger ages and with more advanced cases of colorectal cancer. I should say that more of us are being diagnosed with this disease than before. It comes from new research tonight. And joining us live, Tina Reed, healthcare editor for Axios. Welcome back, Tina. This is a commonly diagnosed type of cancer anyway. Tell us about the new study and what it shows about young people in particular. The new study found that uh, people who are 55 and younger are um, increasingly likely to become uh, or to be diagnosed with um, colorectal cancer and to be diagnosed in advanced stages. Um, now, it should be noted that they're still less likely than an adult who's older than that, but um, doctors can't really explain why we're actually seeing this increase among the younger patients, which so we, makes it so alarming. Yes, absolutely, and I didn't mean to interrupt you there. So uh, we don't know the why just yet. Is there enough knowledge to uh, begin a new age to start getting colonoscopies and other testing to make sure we catch this early? So no one's making the argument to create a new age um, for testing or a younger age for testing because at large that would just be so expensive and the value wouldn't necessarily be there. But doctors are saying for those who are between 45 and 55 especially, um, they should really be taking the warning seriously and getting timely um, colon cancer screening. And people who are younger should be aware of the risk factors. If they have some sort of a symptom, they should go and talk to their doctor um, just because we do know this is a risk. So even though in some cases, and we're not saying it's all the cases, you could be as young as, say, 35 and get this diagnosis. No one is saying that we need to start uh, colonoscopies that early in life. Correct. We just need to get better at doing the screening for the people who are appropriate. At a time when many people are living longer despite having all types of cancer, uh, do the researchers say we are losing far too many people to colorectal cancer? This is one of the um, largest uh, uh, or most common causes of cancer death. Um, It's the third most common in the U.S., and that's really concerning. One piece, one bright spot in this news is that the actual overall numbers of people in older ages um, who are uh, dying from colon cancer are actually decreasing. Um, But the problem is that we're seeing this increase among younger people, which is counterbalancing that number. What is, uh, uh, just in the few seconds we have left, a bottom line final thought we have here from this new research? The bottom line is to take it seriously. Those who are 45 and older should get regular screening. Those who have symptoms, even if you're younger than 45, go to a doctor. Okay, Tina, thank you very much. Have a good rest of your week. Thank you. Tina Reed, live on WTOP, healthcare editor for Axios. The news tonight, more of us are being diagnosed at younger ages with more advanced cases of colorectal cancer. And uh, doctors are warning uh, that too many people are dying from this unnecessarily. It is all about early prevention. Stay with us on WTOP at 718. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Now to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In northeast D.C. on outbound New York Avenue before Florida Avenue, a minor crash in the center of the roadway. Now listen to reports. And things are running slowly on the inner loop approaching the American Legion Bridge and headed up to uh, River Road and 270. Still a bit slow here and there, but through Bethesda and Silver Spring, things are starting to ease up now. On 270, earlier crash northbound at the lane combined. 
south of Montrose Road has been out of the roadway for a while. And beyond that, just brief slowdowns on T-70. On 95 northbound after Route 32, the crash is out of the roadway now. Uh, still just a brief slowdown after Route 32, but now with the travel lanes open. On the Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound uh, near the Beltway, that crash is clear. And just a very brief slowdown getting out to the Beltway now. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is doing well in Virginia on 50 at Fair Ridge Drive. Did have a crash there affecting traffic both ways. 66, that is running without delay. 95 south slows briefly getting over the Occoquan to 123. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast in Mike Stennifer. Cloud cover is going to roll into the region over the next several hours as a warm front comes away. There's some rain on the way, but not until after midnight. And all of us will see lows in the 40s. An early shower tomorrow. The skies will clear. It'll turn breezy and much warmer. Our highs upper 60s to lower 70s. Colder on Friday with a chilly rain moving in. Highs in the mid to upper 40s. Rain will end early on Saturday. Skies will stay mostly cloudy. It'll be breezy. Highs low to mid 50s. Sunshine and breezy on Sunday. Highs mid to upper 50s. I'm Storm Team for a meteorologist, Mike Stenerford. Right now at Tyson's, it's 52. Potomac, 51. LaFont Plaza, 52 degrees. We won't get anywhere near freezing, but we could be down to the lower 40s in some suburban areas. Well, still ahead here on WTOP, an important person in charge of education in one part of our area is stepping away. Stay with us at 720. Are you the parent of an outstanding student athlete? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next Player of the Week. Each week from now through May 19th, WTOP will choose one local athlete in the DMV to be featured on air and online for their contributions to their community and to their team. Visit WTOP.com, search Player to nominate today. WTOP's Player of the Week program is sponsored by Main Street Bank. Bank where you breathe. M streetbank.com. Hi guys, it's Mark. Are you struggling with ED? Did you know that a major medical breakthrough is now available and it isn't a pill? Today, Wednesday, March 1st, we're running a one-day special you won't want to miss out on. Monument Medical Clinic uses the most powerful form of wave therapy. This is a technology clinically shown to repair blood vessels and improve blood flow. It's backed by 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge. If you're ready to regain that spark in the bedroom, today is your day. Call us now and you'll qualify for the assessment and ultrasound totally free. You'll also get a gift that that can produce rapid and powerful results in the bedroom in minutes. You're going to love that one, guys. Trust me. And today only, we're offering five tune-up treatments to our patients free. This is an unprecedented offer worth hundreds of dollars, but call today and qualify totally free. Call 202-908-5555. That's 202-908-5555. Guys, put a stop to your ED and get your life back. Call Monument Medical Clinic now to qualify. This offer ends today, Wednesday, 202-908-5555. WTOP is a proud sponsor of the 48th Marine Corps Marathon, happening October 29th. Registration is now open for the MCM, MCM 10K, and MCM 50K at marinemarathon.com. Run with purpose on a scenic course passing by Washington, D.C.'s National Monuments and finish with pride at the iconic U.S. Marine Corps War Memorial, where you'll receive your finisher medal from a U.S. Marine. Register today to run with the Marines at the 48th Marine Corps Marathon, October 29th, marinemarathon.com. This is WTOP News. 722, the man convicted of killing Senator Robert F. Kennedy during the 1969 presidential campaign will remain behind bars. The California Parole Board denied Sirhan Sirhan's request to be released, saying the 78-year-old still likes the insight into what caused him to carry out the crime. Sirhan has publicly said he feels remorse every day. Two years ago, the parole board with different members recommended his release, but it was rejected by California Governor Gavin Newsom. 
This was Sirhan's 16th parole hearing. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. The controversial tenure of Virginia's school's chief is ending after a little more than a year. The Commonwealth Superintendent of Public Instruction, Jillian Balow, has turned in her resignation to Governor Glenn Youngkin. Balow came to Virginia after serving as state superintendent of schools in Wyoming. She was the face of Youngkin's effort to overhaul the education system. Atif Carney is a former Virginia Secretary of Education. It's really, really disruptive. And this resignation, I think, is just one form of instability, one example of the instability we're seeing at the state level right now. Balow says she got a lot of backlash over issues such as the treatment of transgender students and revising state standards for history education. And then the Virginia Department of Education admitted a major error in calculating state aid for K-12 schools, which is leaving some with less money than they expected. We were recently telling you about improvements coming to Dulles Airport, and now we'll shift to the other side of the metro area. We've learned 38 million federal dollars are being devoted to BWI Marshall improvements. Maryland lawmakers say the airport's largest baggage handling system will be completely revamped. You can also expect larger spaces for food and drink and improved restrooms for after the food and drink. Additional federal SNAP benefits are now over. Some 700,000 people in Maryland alone are affected. Now the Maryland Food Bank is bracing to fill the possible gap. Over the course of the last year was the result of inflation as well as COVID. We're seeing more and more faces for the first time. Maryland Food Bank CEO Carmen Del Guacho now expects to see even more people after they increase federal food assistance ends. What we're hearing is that families are going to lose uh, upwards of $100 a month. Food Bank and their over 300 partners are hoping to fill that gap for many families. In the meantime, they're also focusing on working with legislators to address root causes of hunger. Like tax credits and no-cost school meals, programs that directly affect people who are food insecure every day. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. At 725, here's Rob Woodfork. All right, tough start for the Terps. Number 21, Maryland struggling in the first half against Ohio State. We all know how they uh, do on the road this season. They're down 18-9 to uh, in the first half of the first half. The Buckeyes shooting 64% from the floor. The Terps shooting 50%. So it's not the shooting that's uh, gotten... Uh, in their way here so far. Uh, four turnovers, though, in the first uh, uh, 10 minutes of the game. That's not going to help you uh, win ball games. Now, the uh, like the Terps, uh, George Mason and GW are trying to extend win streaks in uh, 7 o'clock games. Right now, the Patriots just jumped in front of Fordham 12-8 to as that one's in the first half. Also in the first half of play, the GW Colonials uh, visiting Davidson, but they're down 17 to 11, also midway through the first half. A later start for Georgetown tonight, 8.30 tip-off there at heavily favored Creighton, looking for back-to-back road wins for the first time in what feels like forever. Uh, we, we are uh, coming up on the tra- uh, NHL trade deadline on Friday. The Capitals making yet another deal as Lars Eller has been traded to Colorado. Uh, they will get back a second-round pick in 2025. Eller will forever be remembered as the man who scored the game-winning goal in Game 5 of the Stanley Cup final to win the Caps their first ever championship. Uh, it's the latest in a flurry of moves by the Caps in the last week. LRC fifth player the Capitals have traded since last Thursday. It's net of the franchise now 25 picks in the next three NHL drafts. And oh, by the way, what's left of the Capitals uh, face off in Anaheim tonight at 10 o'clock? Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, Rob, 726 on WTOP. We'll hear about the Attorney General Merrick Garland, who testified before Congress here. Who is he blaming for the fentanyl crisis, and what are they doing to try to put a stop to that, to change that deadly 
uh, crisis and, and make things at least a little better. We'll talk about that ahead. And a little later, we're going to check in with a food critic at the Washington Post. President Biden, his wife, recently went out to dinner in northwest D.C. 